You're listening to Rewire Your Work. I'm your host, Heather Love, and I'm a subconscious mindset coach, a spiritual and integrative life coach, and a certified hypnotist who is obsessed with learning about how the brain works, why we do what we do, how to rewire the subconscious mind, and creating new and fun ways to regulate the nervous system. You're in the right place if you're ready to change your perception of worthiness, find your self-confidence, overcome your fears, step into your truth, and fall madly in love with your life. Welcome to this magical adventure where I'll help you learn the tools you need to rewire your neural pathways and step into your power with radiance and courage. So grab your headphones, get comfy, and let's get started. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Rewire Your Worth. You guys, this is my 100th episode of the podcast. Can you believe it? I cannot. I cannot believe it. I started this journey in February of 2022 on 2-22-22. And it was just sort of with the attitude of, this seems like it might be fun. So let's see where it goes. I honestly had no idea where it would take me that I would talk to so many memorable people or how much I would grow as a person and a business owner. People from 37 different countries have tuned into my podcast, which is just insane to me. I've always said that I'm geographically challenged, but I've never even heard of some of these countries, let alone know where they're at. So I just want to take a moment to thank you, my listeners, for being here to support me and letting me know that I'm not just talking to myself when I sit down at this microphone. It truly means the world to me. I hope that I've been able to bring you topics to consider, conversations to ponder, and inspiration to live your best life. This has been the most interesting experiment that I've ever done. And at the same time, I'm not going to tell you that all of it has been easy. There were frustrations. There was doubt. There's a lot of doubt. (laughs) And there were probably tears, though I've blocked that from my memory. And I tell you that because no matter what you may or may not have seen from the outside, there was nothing about starting something like this that came easily to me. There were several times that I thought about quitting, but I didn't. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And because I didn't quit, I'm in the elite percentage of podcasts out there with 100 episodes. There is some debate about how many podcasts are active because people start and stop them all the time, especially people who have seasons. But stats show that somewhere between three and five million total podcasts have been started in the world. 90% of all podcasts that are started never make it past three episodes. And of the ones that do, 90% of those never make it past 20 episodes. 
So the fact that I've published a hundred episodes puts me with less than 1% of all other podcasts that exist in the world. Less than 1%, you guys. Like, what? Isn't that crazy? Generally speaking, starting a podcast is pretty easy, kind of. But it's a lot harder to keep one going, especially for any long period of time. I think that's why so many people quit. They realize how much effort it is and how it's really a labor of love and not so much a big moneymaker. And it's just not something they want to spend their time or energy on. I know for me, I was absolutely shocked at how much time it took me to edit episodes, especially in the beginning. I'm a lot faster now, but even still, for however long the finished episode is, you can bet that it took me double that time to edit it. And nobody told me that in the beginning. I really thought that I was stupid because it took me forever to edit every single episode. But I ended up learning that this was pretty average for most people that aren't professional podcast editors but are still trying to get a polished sound for their episodes. So 100 episodes, one every week for the last 100 weeks. No matter what I've had going on in my life, I haven't taken a single week off. So to most people, they would think I'm pretty consistent, right? Well, if I can be honest with you for a second, being consistent isn't something that comes naturally to me. I'm notorious for not following through on things. Just ask my kids. I'm actually working on that for 2024. And consistency is one of my words for the year. I'm becoming a woman of my word. I'm becoming someone that does what she says. I'm becoming the person that can count on herself to follow through. I'm becoming the one that people look to when they need inspiration to be consistent. So now that I've celebrated this milestone, and again, thank you guys so much for being here because without you, this just doesn't make any sense. But now that I've celebrated, I thought I would spend the rest of this episode talking about consistency because the more people that I've been talking to about it, the more it seems to be on the minds and hearts of so many. Consistency is going to look different for everyone depending on what you're trying to be consistent with, what your goals are, and also just who you are as a person. What works for one person doesn't always work for someone else. Or even what worked for you in one season of your life may not work for you right now. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. I went through that in 2023 when my old morning routine just wasn't working for me in the way that it used to. And I found it more stressful than relaxing. I think I've talked about this before in another episode, but my morning routine used to be about three hours long with meditation, journaling, working out, 
having breakfast and coffee and working on my personal development, whether that was through reading or listening to a podcast or doing a class. And as 2022 was ending, but then really in 2023, trying to do all of that before I really did anything else with my day just got to be too much. My point here is that you can adjust. Just because I was consistent with something for a long time, that doesn't mean that I failed if I switched it up. Find what you can be consistent with and start there. I mentioned earlier that historically, I haven't been a consistent person. And you guys, when I tell you how badly this made me feel, I I can't even really explain it. I'm someone who gets ideas all the time. I'm someone that has bursts of energy that seem to come and go with the wind. I only discovered when I learned about human design that my energy type of manifester was just doing its thing and that I'm not built like most people. Manifestors make up only 8 to 9% of the world's population. But manifestors are one of the types that are actually designed to work in only two to three hour spurts and then take a break. There's a couple types that are like that, but the rest of the world, which is about 70% of people, can work the traditional quote unquote eight hour shift and they're fine. So once I learned this, I gave myself some grace. But for a long time, I felt like something was wrong with me because I would get an idea or start doing something only to have my energy wane while I was barely getting going. So I wasn't consistent. And then the other part of that, which is what I'm really focusing on for this year, is following through and doing what I say I'm going to do. I am getting better at this, especially in my business. The podcast is a great example. My weekly email is another one, which by the way, if you're not on my email list, you are missing out and you need to get on there. You can sign up through the link in my Instagram bio or just email me at hello at I am Heather Love and I'll get you all set up. Or if you sign up for the free nervous system regulation techniques that are in the show notes, that will get you on the email list too. I send out an email to everyone on my list every Friday, and I've been doing that for almost a year now, and I tell stories, and I give tips and tricks to living your best life, and I just share about my life with them and things I'm learning and things that can help people in any way that I can think of. And I get so many replies from people who just love my emails, which of course is amazing, but I've been super consistent with that. And the reason why is because I found something that I absolutely love. My communication zone of genius is through writing. It brings me so much joy. And I'm actually considering starting a blog this year because I love writing that much. So one of the key things that I'll say when it comes to consistency is that if you can find something that you love to do, being consistent is going to be a lot easier. Now, that said, I know that isn't always going to be the case. Like, take working out, for example. 
if you just look at the stats for how many people make New Year's resolutions to lose weight only to fall off the exercise wagon within the first two weeks, it's crazy high because consistency can be hard, especially when you're doing something different than you've been doing. So here's where mindset comes in. And some people would say mind over matter. In fact, I used to say that. I think I even have a podcast episode with that title. But yes, it it does come down to making a decision to follow through on whatever you said you were going to do. But it's also about breaking through all the BS that your subconscious mind is throwing at you. I did a live on Instagram recently that I talked about this a little. So I'm getting my health back in 2024. And part of that is doing consistent workouts again. Well, there was one day and we were still in the first week of January where I signed up for an online jazzercise class that started at 1130. And at 1125, I was still on the couch telling myself how much I didn't feel like it and how I wanted to stay on the couch and I would just work out tomorrow. So I talked about that on Instagram just to normalize it a little bit, but also to talk about how you have to get through that part of your brain that is making excuses to put something off. For the record, I did get up and do the workout and I burned a ton of calories too, but it was all because I didn't listen to the self-sabotage language that was going on in my brain. What worked for me in that moment was remembering that one of my words for 2024 is consistency. It was literally me making the decision to be consistent with consistency, which sounds kind of funny, but it worked, so whatever. Sometimes the biggest hurdle is going to be just being aware of what's going on. In fact, most of the time, actually, So often, we aren't even aware of the subconscious programs that are happening. If you're someone that really struggles with consistency, maybe getting an accountability buddy would work great for you. I've seen this work amazing for a lot of people. I've also seen it not work. So just be honest with how you work best. For me personally, I like to have someone sort of on call to give me support when I need it, but I don't like the feeling of having to report to someone all the time with what I'm doing. So it makes me feel too much like there's a manager and employee relationship, which is something that I left behind when I left corporate and I am not interested in going back to that. And I know I've talked about the importance of community on several occasions, but this is another place that I think as I really work on being more consistent, that having a variety of people in my life is going to be really helpful. I have different people in my circle that excel in different areas. So by knowing where each person thrives, I can decide who might best assist me in that time. I have some people that are fellow podcasters, so I can reach out to them when I'm struggling there. I have people that are newer in business, so we can talk about things that might come up with that. 
I have people that have been in business a long time and are making multi six figures or even seven figures. So they bring a different perspective. If I'm struggling with my energy or my mindset, I have people for that too. So just see where you can find people to support you for your different needs and in a way that best fits the type of relationship that you're looking for. That will help you be consistent. And then the last little tip that I'll give for today about consistency might sound silly, but there's so much research about it working. Do you remember when you were little and you got little stickers on your homework? Like the scratch and sniff ones were my favorite. Or sometimes there was a star chart in the classroom so everyone could see when you got a gold star for something. Or my kids would be mortified if they knew I said this, but they don't listen to my podcast. (laughs) So when they were super little, We had a potty chart, so every time they went to the potty in the big toilet, they got a sticker. And after so many stickers, they got some sort of prize. So this is going to be the same concept for consistency. Make a chart for whatever it is that you're trying to be consistent with. Or you could even make it more general and just have one that you get a sticker or a check mark or whatever every time you follow through and do what you say you're going to do. You make the rules here, but decide what the parameters are of your chart and what qualifies you to earn a sticker and then also at what point you get a reward and, of course, what the reward gets to be. There's also a ton of digital examples for ways to do this too. For example, I have a Fitbit. So I track my workouts on there. And every time I meet my goal for the week for how many workouts I have, the app gives me an encouraging message like, woohoo, great job. So again, it kind of reminds you of when you were a kid with the simplicity of it, but it really makes a difference and gives you momentum to keep going. When you can visibly see your progress, you don't want to mess that up. Or another example I have is on my Kindle app. Every quarter, you can earn these achievements. There's 15 different ones each quarter, and you can earn them by reading. There's perfect weeks, perfect months, There's reading a certain kind of book or even like following an author or just all kinds of things. And every time you go into the app, you can see not only how many achievements you have for the quarter, but also your reading streak for how many days in a row and how many weeks in a row. And I've been super consistent with that for a while now. And I absolutely think it's because of the visual reminder that I see all the time. For the record, I'm at 50 days in a row for reading as I'm recording this and 193 weeks in a row, meaning I've read at least one day on the Kindle app every week for the last 193 weeks. Stuff like that works its way into your subconscious more than you realize. Find what works for you. 
Everyone wants to be consistent with different things in their lives. Some of them may come easily to you, like me with my weekly emails, and some may be harder, like me actually launching a program that I've been talking about for well over six months now. So that is coming, by the way, very soon. So please hold me to that. So when it's an area that you're struggling, play around and see what's going to help you be consistent. And it may be a different technique for different things. Sometimes it could be you just saying not today to inconsistency and just making that decision. It could be you phoning a friend. It could be some kind of reward chart. Find something that will hold you to it and see how it works. That is what I have for you today, my friends. I hope you found some nuggets in here that will help you be more consistent. I know that I'm looking forward to being a woman of my word in all areas of my life, and I can't wait to grow alongside you. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you for making 100 episodes possible. You're the reason that I show up every week, and I'm so grateful that you continue to let me be a part of your life. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. I love finding out that I have new listeners, and who knows, maybe this year the podcast will find its way into even more countries that I've never heard of. Until next time, thank you for listening. I love you so much. And remember that you're worthy of living the life of your dreams.